0: Hey guys, Thick, Strong, and Awkward here with John Stacy. Today I got to chat with Frank Provenzano, or Frankie Not-A-Pro, as his IG handle states. Frank is a man that's been through life and weathered a storm or two, as of most people that have found this sport. Along with starting his own business recently and coaching athletes of his own, he is on a warpath to earn his pro status at America's Strongest Man this week. He achieved entry to this prestigious title event via the Elite Amateur Online Qualifier. He's a hell of an athlete and a guy with stories I think people would like to hear. So here we go.
1: How's my hair? Nobody gets to see this, right? It's just audio.
0: Uh, I mean, I have a YouTube channel where I'm going to start uh, uploading them, but I have not yet just because it takes extra fucking editing and I've been busy. Yeah, I don't mind. Cool, cool.
1: Having a beer after work or what? Yeah, man. I uh, I really toned my drinking down. I had to stop for a decent amount of time. Yeah, why is that? Uh You know, just got out of control. I'm an extremist. And you can yeah. put this on. You can put this on. I don't care. Okay. Um, I'm an extremist. Everything I've ever done in my life is either two speeds all the way to the floor or heavy on the brakes. You know what I mean? It's just now my older age that I'm being more comfortable with moderation. Gotcha. How old are you? 37.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you're, I mean, you're getting up there as far as the 105 strongman go, but you're still not by far the
1: oldest. No, absolutely not. I train with the oldest one. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. You train with Johnny, right? I train with Johnny. Yeah, Johnny was my first strongman coach. And for all intents and purposes, he's always going to be my, like, one of my coaches. This whole, like, this guy's my coach. That guy's my coach. You know, I only have a couple guys under my wing right now. But I'm like, yo, if you can get information and knowledge from somebody, do not ever turn that away. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's how, that's how we learn. You know what I mean? We learn by <clears throat> taking an amalgamation of all the shit we get from all these different people and making our own little monster. Yeah. So Strong Man is,
0: Strongman is is such a vast source of different styles, techniques, um, effort levels, focuses, all kinds of things as far as with all the different events and the way the comps are differently run and everything. There's no standard to it. So a wealth of knowledge from, like, multiple coaches and things like that. Anybody that can teach you the tricks, you know
1: what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like um, knowledge is never a bad thing. It's always just what you do with it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like in this day and age
0: with the way things are going, a lot of people are turning away some knowledge, though.
1: <laughs> Shit, if it so goes against... I, um, I listen to uh, Furman's podcast. Oh, yeah? Yeah, what would you uh, think? A little bit of it. Today, I had some time, you know, while I'm driving back and forth to wherever I work. Yeah, Uh, it's good. He's a good talker. He's only he's only becoming a better talker. I think he's a great uh, proponent of the sport. Mm -hmm. And uh, like he said, he's been shit on, you know, certain people get not certain people, but our class has been kind of looked over and he's changing. I think it's very cool. Very cool. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Where are we going with that?
0: You have any, uh, any negative takeaway from that pot? I'm always curious, just things to build on and things to work for.
1: No, uh, not off the first 15, 20 minutes. What I heard. Okay. Yeah. Um, And if it continued on in that, in that trend, then, then I would, I would say no. Yeah. Yeah. I think the first, 40 minutes
0: or so were similar to that. And then uh, that last 10 or 15 was some
1: shit talking bullshit. But <laughs> oh, yeah. Were we running our mouths? Oh, that's what we were talking about. In today's day and age. Yeah. People are tending to turn away knowledge based off of whatever. And he had mentioned uh, it is like a family because mm-hmm. there's so much goddamn drama. Yeah. People who were once friends are no longer friends. Mm-hmm. Who said this? Who did that? Whose ideals don't match? <laughs> Whose values? You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. The uh the moral outrage can get a little crazy. I'm guilty of it too. Not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I'm not above it. What is his or her name in the background there? Oh, that's Jake. Hello, Jake.
0: Yeah, that's my buddy. He's uh I didn't realize you could see him there. Yeah, yeah. He's the the mascot for the podcast. If you didn't didn't notice the profile pic already.
1: Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. Cool.
1: Cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: He's uh, he's real needy right now. And then we are me and my girlfriend are packing up. We live in uh, outside of Seattle right now in Kirkland, and we're Mm -hmm. getting ready to move to Texas, where uh, we will probably get along with more people. I feel like. I think that
1: speaks a lot without saying too much
0: yeah yeah and uh anyway so we're getting ready packing up and moving and so he's real anxious about all the boxes being set up and not understanding what's going on well as long as you bring him with him he'll be fine what do you got absolutely yeah we, he, oh, this is, is yeah, exactly yes it is i was always a gym guy oh yeah yeah i like gym it's a little yeah. sweet though for uh for me sometimes i feel like yeah every once in a while
1: I stay mm-hmm. away from
0: that for the yeah. most
1: part.
0: Yeah, I was similar to you on getting getting extreme with the – I mean, I don't know exactly what you consider extreme, but I was drinking quite a bit. And so I've toned it back and took a few weeks off completely, and then now I'm doing where I'll do three shots maybe a night, and I'll call it good.
1: Yeah, no, that's about – I would say it's about rematch, but I don't drink every night. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, a night is probably no, honestly – No, no, I'm not knocking it. Yeah. I'm not knocking it yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm a partaker of uh, other uh, lesser, lesser liquid things. Okay. Um, I enjoy that quite a bit. Uh, when you s- extreme, let's see. Uh, I think this is the first time I've talked about it. It uh, some people know the people who know me know. After the military, I have uh, probably been to rehab more times than I have fingers and toes
0: no shit okay
1: yeah 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 uh and it wasn't like they say it wasn't a drug problem i never bought into the kool-aid i don't do the aa thing it was uh who i was didn't know who i was problem Because you know, after the military i was very lost um my whole family a lot of my family my father's a cop but my whole family which also says a lot my whole family's in construction masonry carpentry this that and the other thing so i was always working with my hands and being around that, it just did not soothe my soul. And after the military, not knowing pretty much what to do with myself because one, they didn't really help me set up a plan. Okay. But more important, more importantly than that, knowing I was getting out, I did not take the proper action to facilitate a smooth transition to civilian life. Right? You come home and everybody is five, six, however many years you're away. They're that many years forward. You don't fit in with your old friends anymore because you're absolutely nuts I was an infantry guy just like Anthony uh okay he's actually done more tours than me but I've got a couple under my belt too um and uh I didn't think it got to me I didn't want to believe it got to me but it definitely got to me uh so my choice was my drug of choice was always more I just wanted more whatever it was Anything that I wasn't, so I wasn't me. Right? Gotcha. Yeah, and uh, it's been a long road, but you know, I just kind of started my own business. Let's when I say my own business, I got an LLC. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, listen, it's a, it's a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I got a couple different jobs. I work hard. I grind, like most of us do in the fitness industry. I've got mm-hmm. an online thing where I do diet and coaching and programming. And uh I'm where I'm supposed to be. I'm making a positive difference in people's lives, and I feel real good about I feel real good about myself. you know That's what I mean? awesome not to mention strong man man the community school
0: I love yep. it. you do strong man yep. yeah I do yeah, yeah i'm uh taking a little bit of a hiatus right now with some injuries I'm trying to heal up from what do you got? um well, this is already healed up. I tore my bicep last year, had that reattached, but that's already, you know, people come back from that a hell of a lot faster. I'm good on that. Uh, I did start, I think I was over squatting during my rehab with the bicep a little bit. And I started having some hip problems that I'm now trying to relearn how to move properly. Sure. Uh, because I was starting to build some bad habits. And then, uh, I ran into a couple of back issues too, from poor deadlift form. And so I'm really trying to build from the ground up. I was uh, getting ready for uh, my OSG qualifier last year when I tore my bicep on the log. And since then, I've been just kind of figuring out what the plan is. I qualified for nationals this year and then started having back problems and pulled out. So, what's your, what's your weight class? 105? Uh, I bounce between two thirty-one, yeah, one hundred five, or open heavy, depending on the comp. Uh, okay. I mean, I'll do heavyweight at local stuff just because it's local stuff and it's fairly easy. But that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, I mean, I walk around about two seventy. So oh, you're a big boy. Okay. It's it's tough to cut sometimes if I'm not really invested
1: in whatever it is. It's funny you bring that up, because um, like one of the hot topics now is. Everybody's talking about wanting pro options. So when a pro show comes along, we got slots that aren't filled. Mm-hmm. Um, my girlfriend competes as a lightweight. Uh, we've been dating, I don't know, two and a half years almost. And she got her pro card on her third show. Her third show was Nats. She came in second place. Holy shit.
0: Yeah, she's wild. Um, That's wicked. That was Nats last year, right? 2020?
1: Yep. In Alabama. Yep. Okay. Yep. And, uh, you know, we were going to ASW in October at the Olympia in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you know, somebody dropped out. There's only two girls competing. It's like, do I want to do it? But her big goal is OSG, of course. Yeah. There's only two lightweight No, there were going to be only three rather than the four. Okay. And she's like, I don't want to compete if there's only... I don't know if she wants to be talking about this, but whatever. It's a thought that goes through people's heads. I don't want to compete if there's only three. Yeah. You know, what's it like taking third place when there's only three or first place when there's only three? Are people going to run their fucking mouths? Probably. There's always going to be that one person who's like, oh, yeah, but you won it against two other people. That's because that's all who showed up. Those are the only professional enough people to be in weight cut range, healthy enough. And ready, ready enough to go, Mm -hmm. you know? So one of the things was like, one of the things people were talking about was weight cuts. Like, okay, well, if you're a professional athlete, which I'm not, by the way, if you're a professional athlete, I feel like you should be in a state of 90%, 85% readiness year round. And that opportunity comes for you to go perform your job or your craft you need to be ready to go do that mm-hmm. and willing to take the shit. I've only got two months. I just found out the events, but X, Y, and Z are going, I want to go compete against them. I mean, whatever, whatever the situation may be, I got to be ready to go do that. And I got to be willing to go do that, you know, at a pretty short notice because that's how our sport works.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the other, the, the key part to it is that's how our sport works. Like you're a pro at this sport, you know, I mean? you know, you know, there's not an off season
1: really. No, 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 no. Um, you know, depending on, well, I guess now if you're a one Oh five anywhere after the final, anywhere after the clash on the coast, which may early May, late May, whatever June, something like that. I think it's,
0: I think Clash in 2022 is April.
1: Oh, perfect. Thank you, Strengthly. That gives us more time to take May, June, July, August, and the beginning of September off before what, ASM next year? Yep. That's if the Arnold even goes off, mm-hmm. um, if anybody's going to do that. And then if you're talking pros, that narrows it down even further. Right. Tyler uh, Tyler, Bromley, and me we're calling ourselves the semi-pros. Yeah. It makes sense. You know, amateur mm-hmm. guys competing against pros for the chance to win money. It's pretty cool. I dig yeah. it. I dig the name. That's Thought actually
0: – I was talking to Tyler uh, two days ago because I had him on the pod already. Nice and uh, I told him I was going to – I scheduled something with you, and he referred to you as Frank Semi-Pro instead of Frankie Not-A-Pro. So yeah, yeah wearing- that's perfect. Yeah. I sent one of the Will Ferrell fucking memes from uh semi-pro in response. So. so I should wear a headband for ASM. One of the old
1: cotton, cotton ones up.
0: Yeah. All three of you should, man.
1: It's not a terrible idea.
0: Yeah. How many actual pros are doing ASM for middleweight? I know Tommy. Oh Candy,
1: Tommy, Candy, Johnny, James, yeah. Bow, of course. hmm um, I've never known him to turn down something. Yeah. Uh, Richie Masagimba, if that's how okay. you say it. Sorry, Richie. Something like not that. It. Yeah.
0: I just call him Rich Mo usually, but.
1: Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a competitor. He's going to do For well sure. there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I know I'm missing something. Oh, Jeff uh, Chunky Cheese. What's Jeff's last name? Jeff Lee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jeff Lee's coming out of like semi-retirement to do it, which is Mm -hmm. cool.
0: Yeah. I don't. Somebody was referencing that he's never actually done a pro show since he got his pro card. I'm not aware. I'm not not sure either.
1: Yeah, I thought somebody was saying that. I might be wrong. I was curious if you know. There was a lot of talk about Sean coming out, DeMarinas, Okay. I'm not sure if he is. I know. uh, Well, I think his back's been bothering him. Uh, I know Strongman
0: Corp added him to the the roster when they posted last week. But again, yeah, anything can happen with people dropping out. So,
1: Well, yeah, of course. I mean, and that's the thing with our sport. The the competitor list is always going to be in flux. (laughs) Referencing back to Bromley, you know, because we bullshit all the time. He said, the first time I get beat by a healthy competitor, I'm quitting and I'm going to do CrossFit. (laughs) because come on like if we're pushing our bodies the way we're supposed to push our bodies yeah healthy is cool um but 100 percent all the time is unlikely improbable you know Mm -hmm. um it's we really hold ourselves to a high standard it's one of the things i really love about this
0: Yeah, everybody holds themselves to a high standard. Everybody holds everybody else to a high standard too, right? Like nobody wants to compete against somebody that's not at their best or as close to as you can be, you know, with the training. Absolutely.
1: I don't want to come and beat you when you're 80%. That's bullshit. Yeah. No way. Um, Hell, I don't want to come and lose you when you're 80% either. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you got to maintain some time to some type of state of readiness yeah do you, and you gotta, uh and you got to be willing to play through pain absolutely you gotta yeah. be willing to put Very your body chilly. on the line mm-hmm. it's it's what we do
0: yeah for sure i mean that's part of the sport that's that's written into the fucking bylaws of this sport. is it
1: is it in the bylaws i need to copy, Pretty the sure, copy yeah.
0: send me the uh no. the pdf over i got you <laughs> How do you feel about uh, your chances podiuming at ASM? I know the you got a podium as an amateur to get your pro card. Is that what you've heard? That's what Tyler said Dion told him was that they changed it from the top ranking amateur right. to the amateur has to podium. But if you podium as an amateur, you get your pro card. That's new to me. That's new
1: to me. Okay. Um, I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if I were to break it down by event. I'm not the best log presser by any means. Um, I'm aggressive enough and have enough grit that I think I can do very well in the Fingles, which is supposedly the opening event. Okay. Log press. It, be quite honest with you, I'm hoping for three, maybe four. Um, and now I'm not sure about the rest of the order, but we can go through. Bag toss. I've hit 65 pounds over the 15 feet that we're looking at.
0: That's uh, solid.
1: Definitely solid. I've hit it yeah it's not consistent 60 i hit pretty consistently and i hit it if i miss it on the first throw i grab it within 30 seconds and i i hit it on the second throw almost every time now i'm, I'm gonna touch back
0: matt's last year bag toss gave you a little bit of trouble didn't it. It? if i remember it. It. i'm not trying to talk shit i'm just historically
1: <laughs> i am a terrible bag tosser in competition yeah historically yeah, yeah. um that's one memory I have of the live stream last year. Was I remember you you ran yeah. into a wall there. Literally, quite literally. Yep. But now you gotta remember I trained with Johnny, who is like one of the best throwers that's ever competed. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I also trained with Tyler Cotton, who whose bag toss is beautiful. It's like a it's like artwork when you watch him throw. Um so I feel like I have a really good shot at that. The deadlifts. If I come, I don't know who can beat me. You know, I pulled 815 yeah. for two in training. Um, I always pull on calibrated plates. Um, I feel good about it. Af- that, However, that's after the three, the four sandbag medley, the four sandbag carry and load, which, uh, It's going to be tough. The first two bags I'll cruise through. The third bag is going to be a slower pick and a slower move. And that 360, man, it's big for me. You need to have a wingspan. Your your levers need to be the right lengths. Guys like Tommy, guys like Johnny, the tall guys really handle that well. Unless they turn it vertical and then pick it. But the, the tough part about that is you pick it, then you have to either shoulder it We'll repick again and get it very high to one side. Yeah. To be Otherwise, to move you can't move, move your legs. Yeah. Right. So, like, I've picked up the 400 that way and moved with it. So, we'll see what happens on day of for that. And um, we're not even going to talk about the Who's Fellstone. It is <laughs> an absolute nightmare. I, I, mm-hmm. I hate it. It's, and I hate it. I have a hard time getting in the right headspace for it to yep. train it. It's, it's one of my, uh, one of my things where I need to, I definitely need to work on that more. The mental part of that. I mean, that's
0: one, there's no, like you can almost argue any event. There's an enjoyable aspect to most of them. The Husafell stone for max distance is one. There is no enjoyment from beginning to end.
1: No, because you know, you're in for paint. It doesn't matter yeah. how good you are. You know, that is going to run you into the dirt. Period. End of story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we covered how I feel about those. Hey, listen, I'm just hoping to go there and show that I belong the best, among the best in the country. Yeah, uh, I'm honored, as I was at Clash, to be able to compete against guys at such a high caliber. Period. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like my 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 weight's on point right now for the cut yeah how big of a cut do you usually do i usually sit around 260 and i start about three months out um water weight i usually do eight to ten pounds oh wow so you get into the 240s yeah i try to i try to be under 240 okay by the plane ride i try gotcha Obviously, you know, after this weekend, we'll cut carbs all the way. We're very close anyway. Um, Start our water load. Do what we do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Eight pound water cut's not too bad. I mean, if you can diet down that way and maintain well enough, I know a lot of people struggle with that diet section of like maintaining strength and like mentally feeling strong when you're actually dieting. So people will hold on and try to do more water,
1: but I find that when you do more water, you leach all the nutrients from your body and it's harder. It's easier to replace the water than it is to replace the nutrients, the, the electrolytes, the minerals, all that shit that you need for your body to run at a hundred. Um, yeah, I've been working with a diet guy since before clash. And we've been on it pretty good. Uh, I work with Andy Triana.
0: Oh yeah. I know that name. Okay.
1: Yeah. He, uh, the performance vibe, he -hmm. does a couple other people too. Uh, he trains at Johnny's as well. Very smart, very knowledgeable. He understands me very well. We have a great, uh, communication. And I feel like, I feel like we're right on schedule for this water cut. The refeed is going to be on point and we're just going to go out there and give it all we got. You know, what else, what else can you do? You got to just, just lay it all out there.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Do you feel, um, I don't know how recent your last, uh, you said you've been into rehab a few times, how recent that last one was. Do you feel better prepping now after the last round of that? Like, do you feel mentally more, uh, prepared when you go into a competition than you did previously?
1: Maybe. The only time I'm worried about anything in a competition is the for the hour right before the first event okay, that's it i don't I don't worry about it the night before. when I get there, obviously, as soon as that adrenaline hits, it's tough to manage yeah. Um, but yeah now it's been it's been quite some time, dude yeah it's been quite some time, so I feel like uh those those demons now now they're more like friends okay so yeah. they're they're where they need to be. You know what I'm saying? They're where they need to be. Sounds like you're in a good headspace. That's awesome. No, I feel really good about it. I'm actually very excited to go there because I I ran uh, what I think is either the third or fourth finger, you know, just guesstimating based off of previous competitions. Mm -hmm. I ran it for a set of four the other day and I absolutely fucking destroyed it. That's That's awesome. My deadlift is right on point, peaking perfectly. Even my log is peaking perfectly. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty stoked. What, what, I'm what, is the,
0: what is the exact deadlift event? I'm not sure. Is it max? Okay, so
1: it is max deadlift. I'm not sure if it's uh, last man standing, which is okay. what I'm hearing, because people are talking about jumps. But you know as well as I do with the sport being in flux and whatever, equipment time hell i've been to an asm where they cut an event off they cut an event in half no they shit time yeah asm uh, 2019 was in indiana and there was a yoke to farmers medley that they cut they cut the farmers out of it mm-hmm. because they had to make time for the whoever was up after which was like an amateur show which is very weird yeah
0: that's strange I've never seen that at a, like a pro show. I mean, I'm sure it happens, especially in strongman pro shit, but
1: a pro word's funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's with... semi-meaningless in this sport, it seems
1: like. I feel like we're on the verge of it meaning something.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that's the trajectory, but we're uh it's still
1: slow going, it seems. Um, somebody was like, uh, if you have to pay for your hotel. <laughs> and your fight and all of your all of your food in hopes of winning some money. You're not a pro, you're what semi-pro amateur. I don't I don't know what that is, but like I'm mean, to professional sounds,
0: it sounds like an amateur event to me,
1: but it sounds amateur. No, that's not knocking any of the effort by anybody. You understand? I understand that there's a lot of moving pieces and a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm that I have no idea about the workings of, you know what I mean? So I'm not going to knock anybody's efforts. I know for, you know, for example, like the 2020 Arnold, we were cutting for however long and then two days out or the day before we're about to leave for the flight, they're like, it might be canceled. Mm -hmm. Right. So, but Dion worked her ass off. She kept in contact with all of us. She made it happen. So, like, there's a lot of shit that happens that, you know, I'm not throwing
0: any shade. It just is what it is. Yeah. You yeah, know? that's the nature of the beast with Strongman. I remember the sim- similar deal, uh, 2019 Nationals got canceled the week
1: out yeah. because of the hurricane. Right. It got rescheduled. Yep. And then you hear stories like we were talking about with ASW. You hear stories like, oh, well, she got her pro card or he got his pro card at the Nationals where there was nobody there.
0: Yeah. Like who I, cares? I remember a bunch of people saying that kind of stuff about Anthony Deal because he got third and got his pro card and it was like, oh well, nobody showed up because they moved it to Iowa or whatever. And then he came back and won ASM last year.
1: Yeah, it was a hell of a performance, man. His very strong. Oh, yeah. uh, I think he definitely would have done some damage at Clash had he stayed healthy. Yeah. But yeah. like we discussed earlier, I mean there's more than one thing to this. It's not about just being strong and fast. You know, yeah, you got to have everything in order. Yeah, so it's, it's tough to have- set
0: all those dominoes in line with this sport.
1: I think even if they are all in line, there's, there's nothing saying that somebody's not going to step in and move sure. one out of the way and stop the whole cascade. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. There's nothing saying that something's not going to happen. Yeah, very true. You have to just go in very uninhibited, let your body do what it knows how to do naturally, and and just send it, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> are you
0: planning on going to nationals now after ASM? Or are you going to? Oh
1: shit! After the announcement with the podium, uh, <laughs> I mean, listen. I love competing against these guys and they're all very, very good. So I'm going to go there and give my absolute best. And hopefully I catch a podium mm-hmm. uh, If that doesn't happen. then damn right. I'll drive from Jersey to Virginia and I'll go run it oh, again. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure Under that's learned. not too far of a drive for you either. Huh? Uh, I think it's uh four hours, something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. And I'll be cutting and angry and hungry the whole time. So I won't have to <laughs> worry about falling asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, I'll absolutely go down there. I actually messaged and I was like, yo, can I sign up for that after ASM? She's like, absolutely. So, yeah. I feel good about that one. Like, running wheelbarrows, running wheelbarrow. How do you say that word? Wheelbarrows? There you (laughs) go, yeah. (laughs) Running them wheelbarrow boys. There's a wheelbarrow race, a wheelbarrow deadlift. I'm confident with that nobody's beating me in the deadlift. Yeah. Nope, nobody. Um and then we got the bags again, five inches higher or six inches higher, 15 and a half feet, which to 50 pounds, they all go over every time. Awesome. Yep, absolutely. Max log, I'll be up to about 360 by then, maybe 375. I feel good. I feel good about it. I feel oh yeah, because it. It,
0: it opens with a max log and then you have an axle the next day, right? Correct. I like
1: axle. Uh, yep. I would have to work on my endurance for sure, but you have to remember there's guys like Dan Hughes training for that right now. Dan is so impressive to me, uh, because he's so calm. His demeanor is so, so chill, mm-hmm. but when he competes, man, he gets this look in his eyes. Very impressive. It's cool. Cool to watch. Oh, yeah. yeah. He can flip that
0: switch and not a lot of people have that. Yeah, no, it's very cool. Mm-hmm but he also, he, I love Danny. He's one of my best friends. I know him very Uh closely. And if he, uh, if he has a bad event, he can very easily unwind himself mentally. And I think that he's done an exceptional job in the last year, six months for sure at combating that and learning how to work around that. And I've seen him, uh, mentally come back very quickly. Whereas, a year ago or so, he couldn't necessarily. I mean, he would, but it wouldn't be fast enough to still
1: compete and be competitive.
0: But now hes he seems to have his head wrapped around it, and it's its impressive.
1: No, I haven't talked to him personally, but what I see in his post is that he had a little bit of an injury, a back injury or something like that that he worked yeah. for. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine that having an injury like that, but still having a goal on the horizon can teach you something about, Combating what you were just talking about, yeah. you know realizing like, okay, this is just one little setback it's we got to move forward, yeah, you know, and uh, competition is kind of like just a microcosm of life Absolutely. You know, we have our setbacks, we have our good days, our bad days, good events, bad events, and we just have to move through those, and uh, as long as we learn from them, you know we're not really losing, I don't think, yeah, I would agree. I think that's very well said, actually. Well, if there's one thing I said, well, tonight, Let me get that. <laughs> let's uh, let's make this. Let's give us ten ten more minutes. Uh, I don't want to run it too long. I got to have one more meal tonight before I hit the sack. Uh, fair enough. I'm, oh, trying yeah, to get it's my,
0: uh, I'm trying to get eight, like nine noon. hours
1: of sleep every night. Yeah, it's like nine twenty there, huh? Yeah, exactly.
0: Gotcha. And I guess What's I'm in uh, I don't
1: know. I'm up at six o'clock every morning doing my little walk, whatever we do, you know, and then yeah.
0: work all day. Yeah. I'm up around five 30 to walk the pup. And then, uh, I got to head off to work. I got to drive up 40 minutes to get there. So what do you do? Uh, truck driver
1: CDL. Yep. We got my class. A. Nice. Nice. How long? Yeah. I wore a lot of hats, man. Oh, I've had my <laughs> class a for, uh, eight years. Yeah. 2020 and 23. It'll be, it'll be 10 years. Yeah. Oh, so yes. Same Same as me. I'm at nine. Mm -hmm. I was a a plow truck driver for a lot of years. I worked for uh, my County. When I got back from the military, they were hiring veterans. So I signed up and I worked for my County. I did like, you know, roads and maintenance and all that shit. It just didn't work for me, but I did get a lot of valuable life experience. So I can bang some gears if I need to, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: there you go. Yeah. I mean, it's a great thing to have as like a fallback if you ever need it. Cause it's always hiring and it's always
1: well-paying. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Always well-paying. Absolutely. Yeah. So I always maintain it. Mm-hmm.
0: What uh, you said you grew up doing other construction and it wasn't for you. What kind of construction was it?
1: Uh, so I've done masonry. Uh, I did high-end carpentry on Long Beach Island. Oh wow! I have, I have done hardscaping, tree transplant and removal, uh, landscaping. I cut. Gra- I I work with my hands my whole life. I had calluses well before I, well before <laughs> I ever got into like strongman. You know what I mean? Yeah. And And uh, I was wheeling wheelbarrows well before nationals 2021. <laughs> That's for damn sure. I was there thinking it'd be cool if I actually had a wheelbarrow full of concrete. Or oh something, yeah, something. Uh, a little liquid that would move, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it made it more difficult. Yeah. On instead of field. the
0: big, like weighted setup that they have going on. But and of they're course, cool, but that
1: doesn't make any sense. Yeah. There's one idiot, two idiots, everybody rushing. will spill it. Yeah. And then it's a mess. But uh, yeah. Having, what if they had you load,
0: uh, you know, let's say 20, 50 pound sacks of concrete into a wheelbarrow and then tip them all over,
1: you know, that would be cool. Yeah. Or like yeah. Uh, 12 inch. 12 inch block or 18 inch or 22 inch block, retaining wall block. Mm-hmm. Running back and forth, 12 of them, back and down and back. Over uh <laughs> over the over the two by sixes doubled up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be a good time. Dude, that'd be cool. Everybody else would fucking hate it. I don't think anybody would know what was going on. That would be yeah. a different sport altogether. Yeah, it's like that football, would be, sports be a throwback
0: right? to uh, like '80s style shit, where they just kind of made comps out of whatever they had. I dig it,
1: though, dude. I dig that shit. Mm-hmm. They were pressing trees. Absolutely, yeah, it was great. They were pressing trees, mm-hmm. and uh, the kegs were light enough to throw, as Kazmir always talks about. Yeah. They threw all the kegs, brother. <laughs> I don't know why I made him sound like Hulk Hogan. Uh, same, same. Yeah, but so cool so cool I think the squat needs to be brought back in more the squat, uh, yeah. I love it I think a lever squat will be awesome
0: mm-hmm. I know
1: Furman doesn't want to talk about the clash events mm. he told us he said practice your block practice your squat I'm not worried about the squat especially if it's a lever yeah that's, that's if I qualify now but uh especially if it's a lever I love that um I think are I, you I,
0: you planning to qualify in Jersey or are you going to go to Nashville or going to Nashville?
1: Okay. So I got a lot going on there. I'm going to Nashville. I'm going to run clash there. And I haven't decided whether or not I'm going to use that as my clash qualifier and, and send it there for the qualifier and then save Jersey for the deadlift qualifier as a Whoa. backup. okay mm-hmm. Right. Cause I want, uh, the American record is
0: mine if I want it. You pull? You said 815 for a double. I assume that was suitless?
1: Yeah, suitless. Okay, so in uh, a suit, what, what are you
0: pulling? Do you know?
1: No, but if I can get it to give me that 30 pounds off the ground. Oh, yeah. I've done What's the 10? American record? I think Dirk's. Adam Dirk's has 880. Oh, shit. I believe. Yeah, that's within reach for you with a suit for sure. Yeah, without a shadow of doubt. You peak it, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, And then I don't know if it's Luke Davies who has the world. But, uh,
0: McKeegan, what's his name? McKeegan just said it at like nine nineteen or something like that. Nine nineteen. I think so. It was nine. It was nine oh nine or nine nineteen, but I want to say it was the latter. That's a hell of a
1: pull. That's yeah. impressive. They say that yeah. you know Johnny says records are made to be broken. Of course, I get that. It's a hell of a thing to shoot for. Just to say like, I'm going for a world record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I dig that. Yeah, I don't candidate. think
0: the deadlift record's probably the only one that's out of Canby's reach. So somebody else needs to take it.
1: He, uh, there's not a bad thing I have to say about that man. Yeah. He is a class act. When you talk to him, he's a hell of a competitor. Uh, I would imagine him being a hell of a teammate. Goddamn, can that boy press. Yeah, absolutely. I've never seen anything like it. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I'm super happy for him. It's wild, too. I was at uh,
0: Waco last weekend, and it was crazy to watch that he missed uh, the 400 log that was under the record and then absolutely nailed the 412 like it was a joke. You know what I mean? And then the same thing with the block. He missed one of the first ones and like had like a shaky lockout. And then the next one he was like and just held it there, walked around with it. No
1: problem. He's So he's got another speed. He's got another mm-hmm. speed in his brain. He's like the definition of a gamer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And was that techno music playing there or was that just something they put in on the video? He specifically
0: requested the songs for his attempts and he said, I actually have footage for uh, one of the movies I'm making where he hit his record and dropped it and came across. And I was like, Did you plan to hit that right when the beat dropped? And he's like, That's how I train at my gym with
1: this exact song. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. And it's, yeah. I, I messaged him. I was like, Do I have to like start doing all my lifts to, to Skrillex now and dubstep? Because this is insane. He's both so them, meticulous them. with what he does to every single time. Yeah. Uh, the, the technique people overlook it. They overlook it big time. Mm-hmm. Raw strength is cool, but being able to maneuver your body around the bar, around the implement. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's strongman's unlike any other sport, you know, because it's got the powerlifting, it's got the Olympic lifting. I don't gotta go through this. We talk about this every day if you're a strongman, but right just fascinating to me how we can do literally all of it. I'd like to see how one of these 105 guys will take Candy or we'll take like a how about a guy like Sharp, like Tommy. Let's put him up next to like a a D end college level, then uh professional level. Let's let them run 40s next to each other. Let's let them do bench press tests. I'm curious because I'd say that we stack up pretty damn well. Yeah. I could pretty see that. damn well. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? A lot of linebackers walking around the 105 yeah. class, dude. A lot yeah, of true. Yeah.
0: It's pretty cool. Yeah, I would I mean what's it? It's uh uh, Might be it's a Mike O'Hearn quote. It's one of those bodybuilder quotes about like the best physique in the world is somewhere out on an NFL field because that's what they fell into, right? It's not on the bodybuilding stage. And I think it's kind of similar if you look at it when we're talking about like strongmen being these pound for pound crazy athletes, the top of the top guys. And like maybe they just slight different path, be out there playing football for a hell of a lot more money. Who knows? You know, because they are, they're some of the guys like Canby, like Tommy could very well be those kind of athletes. Absolutely.
1: Without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, it could be as simple as and I know very little about the brain, but you know, one event in their life shaping them a certain way, mm-hmm. right. That made them look negatively or favorably upon a certain thing. And then there they go. Right. So I'm with you. We, they could do whatever they put their, their mind to whatever their drive is set on. We're there, you know what I mean. So we're all kind of extremists to come pull so one way, shape all. or form. Yeah, we're all kind of extremists in one way, shape or form. You don't get under uh, a seven or a, a you don't get over a seven hundred pound bar and say I'm going to pull this as many times as I can in a minute, unless you're an extremist. Hey, maybe you should stop doing that. It looks like you're going to hurt yourself. Get fucked. I'm running this shit till I die. You're an extremist. Right. Oh, yeah. aren't you injured? Didn't you fuck yourself up last year doing that? I don't care. I got to do better than I did yesterday. That's all it is. Yeah.
0: I remember I uh, I tore my bicep last year and I was doing uh single arm deadlifts for a while and just seeing how heavy I could get up to that. I started. I wound up starting to use a strap because my grip was just not there. So I got up to five something on single arm deadlifts and I posted a video about it. And a bunch of family members were like, bro, that's how you're going to get two surgeries now. Blah, 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 blah. it's like you don't get it. I don't know how to explain no. it to you. You don't get it.
1: Yeah. You just wouldn't understand. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's the meme, right? <laughs> yeah, with the Joker. With the, uh, what's yeah. his name? Joaquin. Yeah, absolutely. It's cool. That's our own little thing. Everybody's got their own little thing, you know? Mm. And, uh, you know, you always do kind of fear or look down upon or criticize very, very harshly what you don't understand, you know? And I think that's one of the biggest things. You know, with the drama that was on the last podcast, we were talking about. Like everybody's got their own viewpoints, man. We were grown up. We grew. We grew up in different backgrounds. We have different upbringings. Uh, I always, I always say it like this: If we were standing at the top of, say, some type of precipice, yeah, and it was shaped circular and cut up like slices of pizza, if we fell. 200 feet to our death, to, to the ground, we're going to die. We agree on six, five, seven of the eight slices. Why the fuck are we going to stand on that eighth one and argue until we fall to our demise? Okay, that's you know what I mean? Going this, so like, right, yeah. so like adults, right? I disagree with red shirts that say strongman quarterback, but I'm not going <laughs> to judge you based on that because we agree yeah. on beards and, and hair or whatever. You know I mean? right yeah it's a very rudimentary or novel way to say it, but like people are getting hung up on some shit mm-hmm. that that will be divisive not yeah. only amongst our community but in the world and I know this is going too far, but like I don't care it's a big deal nowadays no, it's it big is big I mean absolutely I mean it's deal nowadays
0: you can call it what it is really I mean you get on to these things where people are going to judge you as a person off of one simple belief right now. Like specifically, if we talk about like vaccines, oh, Christ. you know, yeah, you're into that though. Right. Like based on how you feel specifically, you got right. a vaccine, people are holding you to this level of judgment just off of that, how you believe or what you choose to believe about this, Call it what you want, but it's an experimental vaccine right now, right? Yeah,
1: you're right. Listen, you and I might be on the <laughs> same page. Um, I believe, like everything, you should have a choice. Agreed. That's how
0: okay. I feel, too. I, you know, Regardless Justin, my buddy, he texted me today. He's like, yo, I, I'm getting my first shot for the vaccine. That's great, man. He said it Let as a joke because any he anything. knows. Yeah. Let me know if you need anything, bro. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. You know, yeah. know if you need do anything. what
1: you want to do. Right, I fully support your decision because I respect you as an individual. Rock and roll, mm-hmm. just don't fucking tell me what to do. Yeah, real simple, real simple. Um, the whole thing that's going on every everywhere you look is division, which is which is quite unfortunate considering what our country is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that without the news. Yeah, without social media, uh, it would be a different story. Agreed. Uh, I know that I'm going to treat everybody with the same respect that I would want to be treated Mm -hmm. until they show me otherwise. Yeah. And even if that is me breaking their balls, because that's how I respect I expect to be treated. Agreed. Uh, Yep. uh, You all get a fresh start. Everybody gets a fresh start. Until you don't, you know, and I think I think we need to come together a little bit more than we are uh, and find some common ground, because everything that you see, read, hear and get shoved down your throat is about division. Right. And that goes with anything, strongman life, vaccines, you're going to get edited now on the bottom of the screen. Right. There's going to be that little thing on your YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah. For information on vaccines, go to yeah. www. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. When are, to, when are you moving to Texas?
0: Uh, the first week of October. So we're heading out, driving down from here, and we stop at the Denver comp to get some pods and footage on the way through.
1: That's cool. Yep. And he's going to be there. Triana's going to be competing at that one, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's getting talk with him for a little bit. Okay, He is
0: yeah. uh, a brilliant individual. Okay. Yeah, I'll reach out and I'll see if he's uh, interested in
1: sitting down. You're not going to be able to reach him. Oh, really? No socials. Oh, nothing at all?
0: Okay. Well, okay. then I'll just do my best when I get there. Maybe we'll work something out.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah, that'd be great. Let me go. I got to eat some food, man. All right, man. Yeah, you have a good night. Thanks for taking the time. Hey, no, Thank you. Have a great night. You too.